Town, and we do everything from content creation, social media, influencer marketing, and uh, talent management. I follow you on Instagram, my boy. Welcome to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my name is Dan Lok, and I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur all my life, um, mainly because I'm unemployable. Uh, <laughs> in fact, how many of you are unemployable, by the way? Yeah. Um, and I believe entrepreneurship is basically a life sentence. You can't go back. So I've only had one job in my entire life, and you know I make my living growing companies, building companies, turning around companies. Uh, we currently have a portfolio of 21 companies, and in my spare time, my passion is I like teaching. I teach entrepreneurs through my books, through my Linkedin Entrepreneurs group. In fact, how many of you are from my group here? Put up your hand, nice and high. Yeah, okay. And also through my podcast, uh, Shoulders of Titans. That's fabulous. So I'll start off with one of the questions that was most asked by the spacecraft community which is what channels should businesses be on when it comes to social media? Um, so yeah, I've definitely heard that question a lot and I think it really depends on your business and really focusing on who is your audience. Um, even when you're on different channels, it's knowing what those channels purposes are because you usually do have different audience and they're also looking for um, different content. Um, so it's doing your research in terms of where uh, where your audience is spending time. And then a lot of it as well is like, especially when you're getting started and you're putting your strategy together, is just understanding and knowing that it's gonna take, you know, three or four months of test and learn and really put out different content out there that you think is gonna resonate with your audience and see where uh, you're getting the most um, traction and engagement back. Uh, I totally agree. It's, it's like someone, if you walk up to me and you ask me the question, well, Dan, you know, which restaurant is the best in Vancouver? Well, it depends on what kind of food do you like. Do you like Japanese food? Do you like Greek food? Do you like Japanese or Asian food? Um, so I think before we talk about which digital channel you should focus on, going back to who is, who is your ideal client, where are they at, what channel are they using, and also how you are doing it. Because sometimes I hear people that say, oh yeah, Facebook is great, and I do Facebook, and then how come it works for some people, and it doesn't work for the others. Uh, very often the strategy is off. Uh, so that, that plays a factor as well. But I think it's knowing your audience. If you're selling B2B, maybe it's more focused on LinkedIn. If you're selling B2C, then maybe it's Facebook. If you're selling more to the female market, then maybe you know skincare or cosmetics, then maybe it's Instagram. And you've got a you know Facebook radio, then maybe YouTube is not so good, right? <laughs> so so if you, you are you're, you're comfortable in front of camera, then yeah, YouTube is, is great. Uh, if you've got a, a good good communicator, then maybe iTunes and podcast is great. So I think it depends. So just as I think is like realizing the space is changing so much and I think a big thing too that has happened in the last couple of years is a lot of these channels are becoming a pay-to-play channel so it's also being um, realistic and knowing like hey what's my budget for this next year and how many people do I want to target and then doing your research and which channels like I wouldn't recommend being on Facebook anymore if you don't have a budget to boost your post because you're not going to get a reach. So it's also having a look at that and which channels are, are changing. Like Instagram now is, you know, you can advertise and that's definitely going to 
could change um, your strategy within the next year. So also um, evaluating that. So for the, the companies everyone's here representing tonight, how many are on Facebook? Okay, and Instagram? So not many on Instagram. Twitter? LinkedIn? So most actually, actually on LinkedIn. Okay, and so what about a question from the audience? Yes, maybe I'll run that. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> I think I will, uh, might not be a popular answer here, <laughs> but I think now so many startup entrepreneurs, they worry so much about personal branding. It's like how I brand myself, what's my identity, and all this shit. Uh, I mean, it's like the first 10 years of my career, I did not focus on branding myself. I was just hustling and executing and working my ass off. So it's like a, a, a 20 year, 22 year old guy walking up to me, I want to brand myself then. Brand yourself of what? You're not an expert on nothing. Like, I don't get it. So I think it's for most entrepreneurs who are starting up, let's focus on, let's have some substance. Let's have some, some substance first. Um, there, then you have the reputation. Then you can go on and brand yourself. Uh, what vehicle you use, I mean, I like YouTube. I like podcasts, it just happens to be the two that I like. Um, and it fits my personality. And Facebook, Facebook is nice too as well. But what I, regardless of whatever channel is, I think for most entrepreneurs, we need to focus on one or two. Because every week, if you got something else, it's Periscope, it's this, it's that, the flavor of the month. And you jump on one, you, as you're working, it's like you're cooking this meal, and you're like, well, it's not quite done. Let's, let's turn on the stove and turn, cook this meal. And you cook on this meal, and you've got 10 things cooking, none of them are done. Instead of just having one, uh, any one of them will work if you master Facebook, it will work. If you focus on YouTube, it will work. But I think most people don't give enough time that, they, oh, I post three videos. How come I don't have a million videos? Like Jesus, right? I mean, come on, right? How about post 100 videos? How about 200 videos? You look at a lot of YouTubers, they've been around the game, like, wow, one, two, three years. And suddenly, one year, overnight success, but it's actually been working two, three, five years. Yeah, and then uh, and to add to that too is I think being really clear on what your brand's going to be. And I've worked with a lot of um, individuals that are really trying to like, you know, get their brand out there. And it's like the biggest thing is like, what do you want to represent? Like, two words that you want your brand brand to represent. And then think about what kind of content you're going to be putting out is going to be almost even more important in terms of what you want to get out there um, right off the bat. And then another thing too is like. Something that I think works really well and I've seen work really well is like once you put in the work of the content and you're building your audience, is trying to find other people in the community that are um, that are that that have the same like brand brand representation of you and kind of working off each other and doing a lot of collaborations, looking at other people in the space and in the industry that have a great, good reputation and see um, how you guys can work off of each other. Is I love that point. I was just. Um, 
We have a, oh, I got yeah. That's okay. Uh, we have a new director of community at Change Heroes, and she came from Latergram and Hootsuite was a big part of growing Hootsuite's community before that. Destin, Destin Jones, she's amazing. But one of the points um, that that she was making is exactly that. If you have a business partner that you're working really closely with, do a collaboration, do a takeover. If you're not on Instagram, ask them for that Instagram takeover. If you're working with somebody on an upcoming event, how can you um, get exposure on a new social channel and test that out? And I think what you are both saying is really listening to your community. So does your community respond? Are they engaging with you on that new channel before moving forward? And I, yeah, I think that's excellent, yeah. I think in fact, if you go to some of your close friends, regardless if you have a brand, you have a personal brand, everybody does. If you go to your closest friends and you ask them, well, you know, give me the top three, five words, how you would describe me. And they will give you, you know, that two, three, five words. Well, that's your personal brand right now. And if you actually go through that exercise, you may or may not like the answers, because you, you might have a perception of you a certain way and they think of you a different way. Uh, that is your personal brand. And I might just want to add one more thing. When it comes to social media, most entrepreneurs, they, they focus on too much Everybody's talking about engagement and shares and likes and, and viral you know, explosion, whatever that shit that is. And to me, the problem is you can't go to the bank and deposit those things. Yeah. So results rule when it comes to social media. Nobody talks about return on investment. And nobody talks about ROTI, return on time investment. So yeah, Facebook doesn't cost anything. You can post and this and that, but if you spend three hours on it, and then you spend weeks on it, and you haven't got any return, you haven't got any clients, then something is wrong. So I think for entrepreneurs, we gotta focus on the profit. How, how is this helping your company? Not revenue, profit. Is this working? If it doesn't, do I have to tweak something? Is the strategy, am I focused on the right thing? But you have to focus on just, just profit. Don't, don't believe in the, I mean, I think 95% of these social media experts and companies, except social bites, except social bites. <laughs> I think most of them, you know, it's, it's crap. Lots of hot topics here. Um, somebody else from the audience? Yes, please. Uh, this event is called Creating Genius. Yes. Right? How do you uncover the genius or the giant? Okay, so the question was, this event is called Creating Genius, and how do you discover the genius giant inside of you? <laughs> good question, good question. I feel like I'm still looking for that. I think, um, for me, my focus and is just like, especially this industry really challenges you in terms of like, it moves so fast, so I think it's just like, it's humbling and you always feel like you, you like you can't catch up. So I think it's just like really like learning as much as you can all the time, surrounding yourself with people that um, you know that I get inspired by, um, and and I think my team too, and coming up with ideas together. And the, where I feel like if you have those genius moments is that when you know you see results and um, and you can share that with your team and your clients or. But yeah, genius not yet. <laughs> Thank you. That's a very Tony Robbins question. Uh, 
I think, I believe every single person is a genius. Uh, you, we might not start off as a genius, but we all have talents and potentials within us. Uh, I would suggest, not so much focus on the genius, but it would be, because here's what I believe. All knowledge ultimately leads to self-knowledge. Understanding yourself, aware of your strengths and weaknesses. So as a person, if early on you can self-reflect and you find out what your gift, what your strength is, and you focus on that. Don't buy into the whole notion, work on your weaknesses, and da 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 I don't believe in that. Uh, I believe if you spend your life working on your weaknesses, at the end of your life, you have a lot of strong weaknesses. <laughs> yes? So I'm only, I'm only good, at, good at two or three things. And outside of that, I'm an idiot. Making money, yes, making money. I can't change a light bulb. I can't cook. I just, it's not what I do, right? I'm, very, I'm a very good teacher. I'm a very good speaker, communicator. Those are the two, three things. So I spend 90% of my time focusing on that. Thank you, thank you. Maybe I, that's a side project comedian. <laughs> but that's all I do, and everything else I don't do. I delegate on people in my life because, I mean, I don't believe, and here's a question you can ponder, uh, do you believe that you have a better chance of going to heaven if you spend your life doing shit that you don't like? Okay, but in the society somehow, you're supposed to do that. You're supposed to, you know, wash your own dishes and mow your own lawn. As an entrepreneur, if you do those type of what called minimum wage work, you can never build a company. There's just, just no way. How do you train your team to have the mindset of an entrepreneur? They will never have the mindset of an entrepreneur. If they do, they won't be working for you. <laughs> they just won't. Employees are employees are employees. It's like I say, I use the analogy, it's like you want them to have the ownership mentality, they will never have the ownership mentality. Because if they do, they will start their own thing. They won't be working for you. So forget that. It, it's like, here's an analogy. It's like, you want, let's, let's, have, how many have you been to uh, Disney World? Can I say this Okay, sure. You know, there's the animal kingdom. It's like, if you, when you expect the employee the ownership mentality, it's like you expect the zebras in the animal kingdom to care about the front gate ticket sales. It's the last thing that's on their mind. It's the first thing that we think about, are we making profit today as an entrepreneur? It's the last thing on their mind. The zebra is thinking about, am I gonna be even alive? Am I gonna get food? They're not thinking about that. If you own a retail store, it closes at 6 p.m., it's 5.55, a, a customer walks in, you're like, yeah, that's awesome, can't wait, we can do another customer. Your employee's like, shit. <laughs> It's 5.55, my God, can we not do this customer? Because like, I kind of have to meet my friends after like 6.15 at Apple Pie, you know, Apple Beats before my chicken wing gets cold, right? You know, that's how the thing, so. So one of the terms for this is an intrapreneur. So it's the idea of an entrepreneurial person being inside of an organization. And Cleo, what, what do you think? Um, so I, I think it's like, 
I, that I have had employees go on and start their own business. And I think that um, it's obviously, it's a bittersweet thing because, you know, they're the, they have the qualities that you, they're looking like they're self-starters, um, they're motivated, they do say it later because, you know, they truly care. Um, so I think Lululemon's a really good example. Like they really empower their um, their employees to look at what they really care about. And, you know, like they're very open about the fact that, you know, Lululemon might not be your full career, but we're here, here to help you find it. And a lot of people do go on and start their own businesses. Um, so I think if you really want that, it's knowing uh, like what qualities to look for when you're hiring, um, but also knowing that they will potentially move on and start their own thing. But I think what you can do is just be there, support them, and show them a good work environment. And yeah. Okay, I have one last question here, which is what is the largest mistake you've seen a company, a brand, make on social media? <laughs> I think that would be what I would have just mentioned that don't buy into the whole notion that you know it's engagement, it's shares, it's all these things. Everything has to be measurable. Uh, everything has to be trackable. That you know, if you even spend time, are you getting a return? If you spend money, am I getting a return? I would say one of the largest mistakes, everyone, that social media is not free. It is not free. People think it is not free. Either costs time, effort, or money. Uh, and most companies, the largest mistake, I think they go in with the mentality because it's free and they don't want to spend money. I go into, uh, any, let's say Facebook, that my goal is not to spend the least amount of money and get the most results. That's not my goal. That's 95% that's entrepreneur, amateurs. My goal is to have a conversion process that works so every dollar I put in there, I'm getting a dollar fifty cents, two dollars back. So how many of you, if I give you a dollar, no, if you give me a dollar and I'll give you two dollars, for every dollar you give me and I'll give you two dollars, how many of you would do that all day long? It's, it's the same. So I want to have a conversion process that works, and now then my goal is not to send, spend the least. My goal is to spend the most. I want, if my competitor spending whatever, two thousand a month, I want my matrix to work that I can spend four thousand a month. I want to spend 5000 I want to spend 10000 because my conversion is working. So then I can outspend them. I can, you're running two ads, I can run five ads because my sales process works. So my goal is to go in there and dominate. I don't want competition. Competition is for losers. Don't compete. Go in, you dominate. I want to be able to outspend every single damn competitor that I have. Then that's how you win the game. Because then you get most of the traffic. You get most of the customers. You can resell them. That's my attitude. That's just what I do. I love it. I feel like we're, we have very different views. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It's good. It's good. Because, um, you know, because, because like, the, I see social media sometimes a little bit like a long-term investment, but then, you know, you get results. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, what I think like the biggest mistake that I see sometimes is like the really promotional content and when it's just all promotional content and not mixing up like your content enough where you have uh, things like community content or um, things that are gonna give, you know, like give back in terms of like lifestyle or whatever it is like the brand that you're promoting. Um, so, and especially now too, like Facebook has changed its policies. If it 
if it's very promotional driven, and a lot of people don't know that, Facebook is actually not going to be pushing out your message, like, or barely. So um, just knowing that and, and knowing that they could give value-added content. Okay, well, thank you so much, Dan Cleo, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you.